This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark. Up on the show today, we're going to give some expert advice on mold inspections for your home. We're going to talk about staging your home to sell it faster and get a bigger return on your investment. And if we have time, we'll talk about some of the biggest home inspection mistakes that home buyers can make. In studio with me today is one of our show contributors, Joey Bada, who is filling in for Gasper Sifuentes. Joey is a real estate expert and associate broker at San Antonio's Finest Realty. Joey, as always, good to have you back. Thanks for having me back. I can't believe it's been a week already. It goes by <laughs> fast. I love having you in studio, man. You're a lot of fun to talk Seven to. Seven days without being on the radio show wake, makes one week. Makes oh. one W-E-A-K. Uh, okay. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, next All one. right, also in the studio with us today is Victoria Taylor, a professional home stager and decorator right here in the San Antonio area. Victoria, great to have you on the show. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, staging is some of the most awesome parts of the home shows, right? We see on, absolutely. you know, the, if they don't stage, it's like, I don't even want to watch it. They yep. got to stage it. Right. Yes. So I'm excited to learn about, uh, from somebody who does staging, um, each of those parts about what can make sell faster and make more money. I like all that. Yeah. And we have Mark, Mike Merlot. He's the owner of veteran home inspections and an expert home inspector. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to have you here. A quick reminder, you can listen to the audio and video podcast episodes of the show anytime on all of the usual podcast platforms or on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. Our Homebuyer Talk Radio YouTube channel is getting a lot of traction. We had, since the show started, we've had over 26,000 views, which is amazing. That is incredible. That's just a few weeks. We're only at show, I think this is show seven. So we're just whizzing by. So uh, congratulations to everybody who's been part of the show. It's growing extremely fast. I think I'm averaging anywhere from 500 to 1,500 views per episode now. Very cool. So, yeah, very, very cool. All right. So, first up on the show is Mike Marlowe. He's the owner of Veteran Home Inspections. And, Mike, I know you're going to kill me for this, but how do you pronounce your last name? Marlowe. Marlowe. Mike Marlowe. I need to write that down a little bit differently <laughs> on here, I think. So after a 20-year career in the U.S. Navy where he met his wife, Jamie, and they started the home inspection business and are recognized experts here in the San Antonio area. So during this segment, we're going to talk uh, specifically about when should a buyer get a home inspection or a mold inspection done? Uh, are mold tests always needed? What happens during the inspection and how much do they cost? And is there a need for uh, a concern? Like if you find mold, is that really a problem? Is that something we need to be paying attention to? So the first thing I'm curious about, though, is how serious is a is the mold problem here in the San Antonio area? It's uh, bigger than a lot of people think. Uh, with the humidity that we have, the the storms, all of that, we get we see a lot of mold year round. I'm kind of surprised by that. I I know it's humid here, but hey. jo- Joey, out there in the field, do you see? Uh, does mold come up on inspections that you see? Uh, From time to time it does. Yeah, yeah. If it's not pr- properly ventilated, and I'm sure that's what we have our expert over here is going to tell us all about it, but yeah, absolutely, you do see it from time to time with the humidity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me see. When it comes to, I guess, the idea of getting a, a mold inspection done, when should someone do that? But, so there's three big reasons to get a mold inspection. The first is that you find mold or something that you think is mold. And that's the black spotted stuff that we see yeah. on the sheetrock and all that, right? All different colors, black, green. I've seen pink, blue. Yeah, hmm. I've never seen pink or blue. <laughs> Not very frequently, but we do find it. Okay. Um, that sounds deadly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's pink, I'm running. <laughs> 
Another time would be is if you've had a water event, either a roof leak, a plumbing leak, or something like that, especially if it's gone on for more than a day or two, there's a good chance that mold could start growing. So you want to make sure that it hasn't, and if it has, take care of it properly. Yeah. The third time, and this is a little bit more dependent on the person, is if you are really sensitive to mold or you have allergies or someone with a compromised immune system, you may want to get a mold inspection on a house you're buying just as a precaution. That's a great, great advice. Mm -hmm. So when someone calls uh, in for a mold inspection, what's the process look like? So obviously somebody's going to take their call. We're going to get it scheduled. But as far as going out there, what happens during that process? And can the homeowner be present when that happens? Yeah. Homeowners, home buyers, our clients are always welcome to attend all of our inspections. It's, it's a lot easier for everybody when they're there. Uh, but when we come in, the first thing we're going to do, you know, I'll walk around the house. I'm looking for mold. And I'm also looking for signs of water intrusion because the water intrusion is what leads to the mold. Yeah. So we're going to look for the mold. We're going to look for the water. And then, you know, if we find mold, we'll take a sample of that to confirm that it is, in fact, mold and figure out what type it is. We'll also do air sampling to see if the mold is airborne. Okay. And we send that all off to a lab, and we normally have the results from the lab the next day. How long does the actual inspection process take at the house? It probably vary depending it, it on the size of the house. It depends on the size, but like a typical you know, 2,000 square foot house, maybe an hour. Okay. So that's not too bad at all. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, when someone, uh, so is it bad for people to ignore the problem? It's, it's one of those things, maybe we're afraid of the answer. Oh, yes. Right? We're like, I don't, it could be, but I, I don't want this label, right, of now nah, I've got mold in the house. And it, I, I had this problem many, many years ago, and I was a little bit nervous about what the process was going to be. Are they going to need to tear down a section of my house or what? So what's, as far as that goes, um, you know, it, what, should they, I mean, they're nervous, but should they call in anyway? Well, it's not going to get better on its own. No. So if it's a, a really small area, that may be something that you can take care of on your own. If you're getting up into larger areas, especially, you know, if you're up in you know, 25-ish square feet of, of mold, you really need to bring in an expert. I would recommend an expert even on smaller jobs, but, you know, once you get to 25 square feet, you really, that's a lot of mold. Can you give me an example of what a small job would be like? Maybe it's something that somebody could handle on their own. Uh, like the, the mold that develops, you know, kind of on the walls in your shower okay. when you don't um, oh, that's run the good. bath fan <laughs> on a regular basis. Um, you know, something like that could be an easy cleanup. Um, the key is don't use bleach. Oh, what should, that was my next question. Yeah, what do we bleach use? Bleach does not work on mold. Okay. Um, you need something that is specifically designed to kill mold. Uh, there's several really good products out on the market that you can get at, you know, get a, Home at most of your Home, yeah, Home Depot, whatever. But um, Concrobium is one that we really recommend a lot. Um, How it, harsh is that, say, on the user? Not. So they can put it on with their hands, no gloves? I, I would still use gloves because it is a chemical. Okay. And, and all, yeah, you know, just follow the label instructions. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. Cause, um, I, to be honest, I mean, Victoria bleach, 
in the shower? What are you using? Honestly, I thought bleach was the thing to use. <laughs> I'm I, I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, and and that leads to a lot more work for us. So thanks. Really? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> it does not kill the mold. Huh. Interesting. Well, okay, so it doesn't kill the mold, but how does it make it worse? All the water in the bleach that they've deleted, diluted it with. Actually, about a week or two later, you'll start seeing even more mold growth. Huh. Wow. All right, so give us the name of the stuff that we should be looking for again. Concrobium, C-O-N-C-R-O-B-I-U-M. All right, cool. All right, for those, for those of, uh, watching the YouTube version of this, I'll see about putting a link down there yeah. um, to it. So Awesome. So um, how much are we looking at to have somebody come out and do a mold inspection? So again, you know, 2,000 square foot house, we huh? started 350 bucks for a mold inspection. And um, if you're listening to this show, we're putting out a promo code KTSA1. And that gets you 25 bucks off your uh, mold inspection. So Very cool. Put that in the, the coupon section or mention it to, uh, to our office staff when you call in to order. And is that KTSA and the number one? Yes. All right, cool. Very cool. Awesome. All right, so if folks want to get in touch with you guys, what's the, what's the contact info? Okay, so our phone, li- phone number is 210-202-1974. And you can also find us at www.sanantoniomoldinspector.com. Awesome. All right. Thanks for that. That's great, useful information. I tell you what, I came, I got a takeaway from the show. Did y'all get one too? Well, two of them. I didn't know that mold was pink. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The first time I saw it, it was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) And I got to hit the Home Depot. (laughs) All right. So, um, Joey. Um, you brought Victoria to the show today. We're going to talk about um, home staging, one of my favorite topics when it comes to the home shows that we watch on television. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's going on? We, um, we had a chance meeting, Victoria and I, a couple of years back. And I had gone to a seminar, and they were talking about how you can better prepare your house for listing. Now, um, we... In our infancy, the brokerage, you know, when you're starting to learn, you think that you know what you like, you know, and what appeals to you. Um, But when we met Victoria, she completely changed uh, how we looked at preparing a house for sale. So we sat down or actually we talked on the phone for a little bit and she was just so easy to talk to and she was able to give the information that we needed and she broke it down on a level that we understood. And I think that was so oh, important at the yes. time because we were going in another direction. We were a brand new brokerage. We were just learning. Mm-hmm. We were learning how to, how to, how to, uh, to better attack the market. Um, and we, um, we kind of waited for the first opportunity. And as a matter of fact, the first opportunity ended up being on a, uh, on a house that I was selling personally. And it was night and day from what we would have done to what her professional services um, did for the house. It was incredible. And um, so well, that's, I don't want to steal. That's a great later. introduction. That by is the way. a great introduction. That's a I'm great like, introduction. And now we have any more time left. So thank you. <laughs> See y'all next week. Right. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk a little bit about the difference between a staging and decorating, right? Yes. That, that's, I, I absolutely had no idea. So let's, let's talk about that. Well, there, there's actually a huge difference, and many people actually mistake the two. Mm-hmm. So I go into many homes, and people are like, well, my wife decorates so good, and she does. But 
staging is not decorating. Staging is marketing. Ah. And that's a, it's a very different beast. Well, I like where this is going that's already. Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love so, marketing. Um, a quote about uh, decorating by an infamous decorator, uh, Nate Burkus, is that your home should tell the story of who you are and be a collection of what you love. And that makes sense. We all want to yeah. live amongst things that we love, things that make us feel good. Now, a quote about staging is that staging creates a measurable, marketable difference in the perceived value of a property. It's a very different message. Okay. And so it's a very different uh, mode of attack when, when we are marketing a property. Um, I always like to refer to the three Ps. Staging highlights a space's purpose, proportion, and potential. So I have a question. It's just burning, burning me up here. Oh. So uh, when you stage, I would think that some of the objectives would be to showcase the size and the yes. flow. So give me uh, some ideas on what is the, the purpose of staging is more than it just looks nice, but it's also the size, the, how the house shows all together. So give me a couple of ideas up besides the size of the house and the flow. Well, so for instance, um, we have to keep in mind first and foremost that most people are seeing a property for the first time online. Um, mm -hmm. And one aspect of um, listing photography is that they use a wide angle lens. A wide angle lens is going to distort a space, yes. any space. So our job um, with staging is to make sure that, again, the, the purpose, the potential and the proportions are very clear. Because buyers cannot face, place value on something that they don't understand, bottom line. And if they can't place value on that thing that they don't understand, we can't even get them in the door. So like if a room is not staged properly, what am I going to use the room for? Right. I mean, an empty room, it could be an apartment or it could be a large home. You don't know because there's no context. Gotcha. So this same principle um, you see at play in, let's say, people who put things for sale on OfferUp. Let's say I'm selling a ring. I would probably put a quarter next to that ring because everybody knows what size a quarter is. Oh. And it gives you contextual information about the size of that ring. Wow, this got fancy really fast. Well, Scientific. I'm a fancy lady, so. <laughs> I told you she was Buckle good. Buckle up. <laughs> um, so what we're doing um, with home staging is really – that principle on a larger scale. We are offering context to the space that you're seeing online so that you understand before you even are in the space in person what you're looking at. You understand that, well, I see that that sofa fits there. My probably my sofa probably will also. Cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, return on investment. It, I mean, I'm a numbers guy. I know Joey's a numbers guy. I'm yes. sure Mike's a numbers guy as well. Uh, so what... What can we expect on that? So how much does it cost? Like, do you charge per square foot? Or how do you even price all? Well, so to answer that question, I price by the room. Okay. Um, and there are uh, a list of top five rooms that buyers place the most value on and have the most impact on their perceived uh, value of the property. Wait, Mike, any idea what number one would be? I'm going to go with kitchen. That's what I'm thinking too, Joey. Well, uh, you are close. Yeah. It is actually it's, the living room. Really? It's not the kitchen? Yes. Oh, my and gosh. And here's why. Buyers spend, any any homeowner really is going to spend the majority of their waking hours in the living room. I guess so. And so the when they look at that, mm -hmm. they're thinking, where am I going to place my TV? 
Where am yeah. I going to place my couch so I can watch that TV? <laughs> How many people can I seat in this space who can watch the TV with me? Yeah. And so staging answers those questions wow. without the person even being in the space. Okay, so... Uh, how do you price it? Oh, I mean, is it is square footage on the living room? You price by the room. But... I price by the room. Okay. Um, each uh, home is individually, sure. you know, assessed, and we assess what they need. So a basic living room package would include, you know, a couch, a rug, side tables, coffee table, chairs. Pillows. Pillows, that artwork and stuff. But if we need to add more in there, then I have like a la carte things that I can add on. Let's say console table, extra mm-hmm. accent chairs, you know. What if they like need that. to paint it? If they need to paint it, then I advise it. I okay. do not paint myself, but I do have gotcha. um, preferred service providers that I refer them to. I will give them the paint formulas that they need to go with, um, including the sheen. And we will always um, give advice based on return on investment because that's mm-hmm. really the bottom line for most people. They want to know what do I get out of this okay. for what I put in it. So when it comes to pricing, I'm guessing can just kind of be really variable, right? So, but you mean an idea on a, a 2000 square foot home, if somebody wants to stage it for sale and the home's in decent condition and all that, mm-hmm. and you're going to put furnishings in, I guess, every room. Do you always do every bedroom? Actually, no. Okay. Um, so if you do one, you're pretty good, right? Yeah. So this gets, Back to that top five, Mm -hmm. the living room, dining room, kitchen, um, master bedroom, and master bath are the top five spaces that we tackle. Gotcha. Makes sense. I always (laughs) include all of the bathrooms, but secondary bedrooms are really secondary priorities to most buyers because it's usually like a guest room or maybe their kid's room. So unless it's an odd space that we need to answer questions about, uh, to the buyers, then we really don't tackle those secondary spaces. Excellent. Now, you're bringing furniture and all of this in to do the staging, right? Correct. Correct. And how long does the staging last? Is it 30 days or 60 or is... So the initial term is 30 days with okay. the option to renew at 30-day increments. Um, honestly, in our current market, it's very rare to need a, <laughs> yeah. a I was going to say, we've never had to do that. I don't want to jinx ourselves. No. It's flying off the market. Yes. After it's staged. And, you know, that's, it's really not even about the current market necessarily. It's about marketing any given product Amen. effectively. Whether you're marketing a hamburger or a car or a house, we, you know, effective mar- marketing sells. Because some of her success stories with San Antonio's Finest and Faithfully have been on houses where the market was down and the market was stagnant. Correct. And we had her stage it go in there and it was just like a, it was a rebranding yeah. and the houses went quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to staging a home with its occupied, I got to know, what's the deal there? Do I have to move out? What, what are you doing with my furniture? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, the occupied um, projects start with an initial consultation. And that's where I go in and assess what you have, what you've done with your space, and mm-hmm. um, what we need to do to augment or improve upon what you are. Right. So we're going to talk about it. Yes. But then what? Well, and then I come in with. Um, what I call supplemental staging. Um, And so that may be anything from existing furniture, and then I add furniture in, or we may add artwork, accessories, greenery, whatever the case may be. So I give the homeowner their homework. 
they do what they need to do. And Such then, as removing furniture, right? Correct. Because sometimes you got too much. Yes. Little hoarder house going on. Um, even short of hoarding, you know, sometimes people, they like what I call um, poop emoji furniture. <laughs> which are those giant brown leather. leather puffy things and they don't necessarily photograph well yeah so many times we have to edit what they have and then i'll bring in something more photogenic um and that's that's really how i phrase that it's not about my taste or your taste it's about what is going to photograph well yep. because what, in the end that drives traffic mm-hmm. if people don't click on your listing online and then decide to see that listing yeah. in person, you will not get the offers that you need. So the value of staging, how much faster is it going to sell when it's staged? So it, it uh, varies. Um, obviously, the market cur- currently is huge, but um, staged homes tend to spend, according to Coldwell Banker, about half the time on the market than unstaged homes do. Um, and why this is important is not just like, oh, dang, I want to sell faster. This translates to money. So carrying costs, for one thing, you have Mm -hmm. extra mortgage payments that you're needing to make. Mm -hmm. But also, did you know that within 78 days, the average buyer is subject to price reductions of at least 8% of the asking price? So that's according to Trulia. The longer the home is on the market, bottom line, the more likely you are to have to reduce that price to entice buyers to even come see it. All right. So quick question on, on is San Antonio's this great market and houses are flying out the shelves. Okay. Mm-hmm. But why would I stage it? I'm thinking that, well, how about multiple offers, right? I mean, cause if it's showing well, mm-hmm. you're going to get more offers on the house. So that's a value. Yes. That is absolutely a value because you can leverage those um, multiple offers to get the best offer possible. And very often we find that we're driving up the prices um, even above what the asking price was and sometimes even above, honestly, what the home will appraise for. So I think what most people underestimate is that people make buying decisions with their feelings. Oh, sure they do. Not with their minds. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And the higher the price point on whatever that thing they're going to buy – the higher the level of intensity of their feelings oh. in that in that purchase. Cool. So we really need to get people by the feelings because that's where our offers start coming in. And I think staging is a huge part of that. I mean, it, it is. It's just, it, it is a huge part of it. We've made it now to where she's part of our initial team. When we go, we call it a preliminary, um, a preliminary walkthrough or a listing presentation. Oh, wow. We take Victoria or a member of her team with us. That's a great benefit. And then it gives the, the client, the potential client at that time, because they're not a client yet, right. gives the potential client at that time realizing that it's not a one-person operation and um, gives them an opportunity to receive some guidance from her yeah. and see if it's something that's going to fit within the, uh, the parameters of what their budget is. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so how do people get in touch with you, Victoria, so that they can have you come out and take a look at their stuff? Well, um, they can call me directly at 210-802-7708 or they can find me on Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash the refined home LLC Um, or they can get in touch with one of my trusted real estate partners like Joey. All right and since we're there a quick promo for uh, San Antonio's finest realty folks the real estate uh, buying and selling season is upon us, and San Antonio's Finest Realty offers a heroes program that saves local heroes thousands at closing. So if you're a nurse, teacher, fireman, EMS, 
uh, law enforcement or military, call today and ask about their 1% Advantage plan. You can reach them at 210-509-4911. I like how it ends in 911, by the way. 911? That's 210-509-4911. Or you can visit their website at San Antonio's Finest Realty. Dot com. That's San Antonio's finest realty, homes, land, life. All right, so when it comes to home inspections, Mike, uh, there's a couple of questions. I know we, we delved into your segment on mold, but there's a couple of things that uh, stood out for me uh, about being prepared. And this actually builds a little bit on what v- Victoria was saying, how, and Joey, about bringing a, um, bringing a stager out to the house when they're doing a walkthrough so they can plan. Well, is there value in, uh, I would imagine, bringing a home inspector out early before like you even put an offer in on the home. So it's kind of difficult on the buyer's side. We are limited by access our licensing that if we go out and we're inspecting a home subject to a real estate transaction, we have to do a full home inspection. So can we do that during a 30-minute showing? No, we can't. So is there value to it? Yes. It's just the logistics and, you know. Have you ever done that yet here in San Antonio? No, no, we haven't. It's it's just, like I say, it's not really allowed. I'm just thinking, well, so it's not really allowed. Joey, have you seen this happen at all where somebody will, if they're say they're going to buy a million-dollar home, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, before I put an offer in, I'd like to have the home inspected. We have done now. We have done that. We have done full home inspections before an offer. Before not an offer, like going along with a no, client. No, no, no. Right? Yeah. No, no. You would showing. need more time and all that. Yeah. And it would have to be a serious situation where they're like, "I want to put an offer on it," and I would imagine the home would probably have to be worth the money on that kind of a deal. What would that cost to do a home inspection? Uh, it, two thousand square foot home. Two thousand square foot home. Three seventy five okay. is our starting price. That's like easy money to spend if you're serious about living in a home and putting in your offer. But then again, the San Antonio market is so hot right now, the homeowner may be like, well, no, I don't want Having it. a home inspection is just money well spent. Yes. And it's peace yeah. of mind. You know, he's independent, or the inspectors are independent from the transaction. So they're not going to receive anything, whether it closes or not, nor should they, because they need to remain independent. Right. Cool. All right. For people out there watching home inspection shows, we got it right from Mike here on that one. So they're not, they're not all the easiest thing to do and may not even be. Allowed, right? And and we also can't, you know, pull down walls and all of that stuff yeah. during a home inspection. So, yeah. All right. Well, as we wrap up the show, a quick reminder to check out our latest podcast and all the usual podcast platforms. And you can find video versions of the show on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. Make sure you visit our YouTube channel. Click on that subscribe button and join the growing community over there. You can see all the complete shows broken down into segments. And you can see the whole show. It's all videotaped for you to join us. It's going to be it for us. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.